Yo, what's good everybody? I wanted to let you guys know that the standard spring collection is officially live. You can go ahead and buy your black suit as well as black tuxedo and we're also going to be selling the navy and the gray as well. Do not forget it is only a limited amount of suits so get your suit today before they're all sold out and by getting an amazing suit, you get access to this amazing community of extraordinary men committed to excellence. Go to theaffluentstandard.com, go ahead and get your suit. I look forward to connecting with you guys and let's get started with today's episode. Here's what people don't understand. People think that the more women you bang, the more of a man you are, Yeah. right? You need to understand that as a man, our only purpose, if you were to take everything else, our only purpose is the survival of our species, which means we, we need to transfer our DNA. Yeah. If you're not having kids, you're not doing anything really yeah, in life, yeah. right? That, that scientifically speaking, that is our only purpose in life, mm -hmm. right? To, to, to regenerate. Mm -hmm. And you only want to do that, obviously, in a nuclear, nucleus family, mm -hmm. right? Because especially for, again, our skin types. Of course. We are the worst at this. We'll, we'll, we'll put our babies left and right yeah. and leave those babies to, to fend for themselves, yeah. right? What makes you a man? Being able to support a wife, yeah. being able to, to produce children, support children, and raise those children to be great men and women. Too. 100%. And not only that, if you're able to create, let's say, generational wealth where you can protect those kids and then your future kids to break that chain, yeah. that's a man right there. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and welcome, welcome, welcome back, guys. It is Monday, April 4th, and you are watching this episode, if you're watching this episode, and today is the official release of my brand new collection, The Standard, where I partnered with my brother, Joseph Hines, to give you guys some of the best suits in the game. And as you guys know, we've dropped the black suit as well as the black tuxedo. And you'll be able to get the navy as well as the gray. And men, you know that the standard, though we're selling these amazing suits, more than clothes, is a community of men who are committed to excellence in every single thing that they do. And I've, I cannot tell you how excited I've been to be able to see all these amazing men from all around the world connect together and to aspire for greatness. But... If I was going to launch the standard, if I was going to even utter the words about the standard and have a launch, I had to come to New York City. You know the thumbnail. I don't care. I'm still going to do the introduction like you don't know who he is. I had to come to New York City and I had to meet, honestly, one of my favorite superheroes of all time. I have Batman. I have Superman, and then I have a third favorite superhero. This is somebody who is a rock star in business, rock star as a family man, but not just that, a rock star as a man of God and a man of character, a man of integrity. This man is a trifecta. If he was single, do not leave your girl around him. <laughs> Guys. God damn, bro. I can honestly say when I come and I'm around this individual, I'm inspired. I'm inspired to be great. 
I'm inspired to be excellent. And that's exactly what I want to do with the standard. I want to create these communities of men who are inspired the way I'm inspired by the youngest goat. Because so many people, I ain't no goat. People call me the goat. I ain't the goat yet. Hey, bro, come on. I man. ain't the come goat. On, trust bro. me. I ain't the goat. When I'm the goat, I, trust me. God, it'll be bro. that time when I'm the goat and I'm gonna and I'm gonna hold that label proudly. I ain't the goat yet. But bro, there's some people that are really the goat out here. Police. Welcome back to the show. God. The real GOAT, the damn, real OG, bro. the Mr. Standard himself, the one and only Jose Zuniga. Damn, bro. God, I'm, you got me blushing, bro. My girl does not talk to me that nice. Yo, yo that was smooth. Bro, bro, my man didn't even stutter. Brother. You didn't even stutter, bro. It came from the soul, man. Yo, I appreciate you, man. It came from the Third soul. Third time's a charm. Bro. Third time, I'm flattered. <laughs> I am flattered, bro. Yeah, yeah. But now, Jose, I really mean it, man. I think, I think to me... When we created this brand, I tell people all the time, when we launched the standard, I needed guidance, I needed wisdom. And there's a lot of people online that are great people online, and they're great people when I put on the camera, but when the camera's off, I never hear from them ever again. Yeah. You are not one of those people. I called you on the phone and said, Jose, me and Joe, we're launching this new company. You know, we loved your wisdom. We'd love to pay you a consultant fee, whatever your fee is. We're gonna pay for you. You said, nah, this is on the house. All throughout the process, you've been guiding me, you've been helping us, you've been giving us wisdom information. And to me, that is so priceless. And that type of community that I have with you is so valuable. Yeah. And then when I was thinking about creating the company, I was like, bro, imagine how many other men are gonna have these experiences like I had yeah. to be able to link up with other like-minded great men, look good in the process, you know what no, I mean? No, man, <laughs> man look sharp, bro. And honestly, I mean, yeah. bro, honestly, you, you, you come with the skill set. Like, it's so easy to, to talk to you because you're hungry, you know what you want, and you already got direction. I'm more of a sounding board. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's what I'm there for. And it's so easy to, to, to talk to people like you or, and, or even, quote unquote, help you, like you said. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, I wish somebody would have been there for me when I was, you know, yeah. scaling and building and, and telling me where not to go run into a wall, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, Man, you got it, bro. You got it. The, the, the business model, how you treat your customers, what you actually want out of this business. You got it. it it's so clear to you. Yeah. And very few men have it that clear. Mm. So it's easy, man. It's easy talking to you. I bro. love it. I love it. You know, Jose, I think, you know, your channel's teaching men's fashion, but in reality, you're teaching men manhood. You're teaching yeah. men life. Mm -hmm. And to me, whenever I sit down and talk to you, I've the first couple of times I had in mind 20, 22, 23, 24 year old guys making 30 to 45,000 a year mm -hmm. and thinking about giving value to those kind of men. Yeah. But what I've realized is that now as we've gotten older, now as we begin to mature, now there's a whole group of other men between the age of 27 and 35, you know, about to hit six figures, if not already hit six figures, yeah. who, wanna, who want more out of life, who don't just want to be the standard Sorry, who don't want to meet the standard, they want to be the standard. Okay. And so to me, I want to talk to you today and I want to be a sounding board. Um, want you to be a sounding board for that conversation for those kind of men. Okay. Because I think in today's world, those guys, there a lot of them are isolated. Yeah. A lot of them are starting businesses, you know, scaling all this, that, and the third, and they don't really have wisdom from men who've been there and done that. Yeah. And so my question to you to start today's conversation off is this. When you were starting your business, mm -hmm. 
at 17 or 15 when you started the first oh, 17 one, 17 years yeah. old 17 years old starting the business if somebody would have said 10 years later you would have been where we are today would you have believed them no okay no that's a lie that's because i never had it even just the idea of money i i was never around that type of wealth mm -hmm. right especially for somebody that was a latino or, or somebody in my family nobody in my family like no no second third cousin had money like that or had a business mm -hmm. I, I think i've said this before i remember as I was trying to, I had nobody to look up to. That's what I was telling you. I had nobody to talk to, nobody to tell me, do this, don't do that. It was to the point that, you know, bless my mom. My mom <laughs> loves me yeah. more. You know, that woman loves me more than anybody else. Yeah. But I remember I was in, in, in college at the time and I told her, and I, obviously I was failing. I had no money. Yeah. And, I, and I told her, man, if I can make 70K a year with my business, which is top line revenue, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really not that much, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. I'll quit college. And I've talked about this mm -hmm. before. And she said, well, I'll pray to God that you never make <laughs> That was the type of people around, like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, that was yeah. the type of mentality <laughs> around yep, me, yep, right? Yep, yep. There was nobody that, that believed in the idea of you could be self-sufficient, mm -hmm. right? Um, so no, yeah, I, I would have thought you're lying. Like, there, there's just no way I'll get to this stage. And one cool thing that I always like to do is, is I like to write. Mm. Um, I have a lot of journals and I like to write. And I've, I've written since I was 17. Uh, every day that I felt like crap, that I, that I just felt like giving up, I would write. And just like, man, I feel tired, man. Like, I just keep hitting walls. Like, man, every, it gets to a point as an entrepreneur that it feels like everything that you do mm -hmm. doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And you just feel helpless, yeah. right? And I've always said this before. I've said, I don't know if I've said it in, in your podcast, but uh, obviously I believe in God. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was one night where I really just felt like quitting at the time. I was probably 18, 19. I was like, man, like, what's the point, right? Like, what's the, I'm 19, I'm in college. I could be doing college things. Mm -hmm. I could be going out with my friends, right? Why am I stressing myself out like this? Yeah. Why are my credit cards maxed out right now, mm -hmm. right? Like, it just made no sense. I was, I was just tired. Mm -hmm. And when people would ask me, like, yo, how's your business going? Or how's this? I would put a fake smile and say, oh, everything's going great. Mm -hmm. I'm a 19-year-old kid that's in debt and feel like a failure. Like, mm -hmm. that's the worst feeling in the world for a guy to have. Yeah. And then add on top of that, nobody to, to mentor you or tell you, yo, keep pushing. Right. And I remember at the time, I, I just remember praying at that time. And it just it just felt it in me like, yo, keep going. Right. Just keep going. And I remember writing this, this, that entry down, that feeling of keep going. I kid you not. Three months later, I start making my first sponsorship mm. and I start making a little bit of money and I start seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even at that point, would you tell me would I be here now? I still wouldn't believe it. At what age, how far back can you go from where you're at now, where you, where you would have believed where you're at now? So when did the light click and you're like, oh, I'm about to be that guy? Um, I would say, uh, let's see, I'm 27 now. I, I think around 24, no, probably earlier, 23, mm. uh, I shifted gears where I was like, I can do a lot more. What do you mean by you shifted gears and how did that happen? It was, uh, man, that, that's a great question. And so two things. One, like I said, the more exposed I was to, to the growth and scaling of a business, right? And, and just seeing, I don't want to say that it was easy to make, generate the money, but just seeing how much money is, you're able to generate. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, and my head is like, sky's the limit now, right? If I can do this, I can do more. 
um, I've said my goals before, right? My, my my numerical goal is very, very ambitious and borderline impossible. Statistically, actually, it's impossible. <laughs> like statistically, yeah. odds are against me for yeah, me yeah. to get to this goal. Yeah. Uh, but around 23, I was like, you know, I want more and I think I can do more. Mm. If I can do this, I can do more. And at that point, and if you would have asked me, Jose, you'll be in New York with this office and your business will be at this size and this will be your next ambition or next goal to tackle, I would have believed you. Mm. And Ellen, you asked, uh, what, what, what was my motivator? Um, I think a huge part of that definitely was, uh, was my wife. Mm. Um, just as soon as you start having a family, like obviously I had my, my, my brothers and my, and my, my parents as a family, but when you have your own family, your yeah. own bloodline and you start building that out, mm, it's like you so want to build impenetrable wealth. Mm. So I don't want my kid to ever have to go through anything or my, or my wife. Yeah. Right. And anything even closely remotely to not being able to pay bills mm. and having to go through that stress. Mm. Right. So as soon as I started building a family, my mind shifted into I want something generational. I want something massive. Hmm. Um, honestly, I would say that that was probably the the, the biggest catalyst to, to to changing my mentality. Uh, One million no longer is enough. Ten million no longer is enough. Mm. You know, yeah. man, man, Jose, that's a. Yeah. I just thought about like five different things as you were talking. <laughs> The first thing that came into my mind was somebody, I once heard a quote that said, men are like dump trucks. Yeah. They drive straighter with a heavier load. Mm -hmm. So it's this idea that the burden of responsibility pushes men to greatness. Yeah. And when men don't have a burden of responsibility in, in them, the same way a dump truck without a heavy load is so easily, you know, tossed to and fro place. all over the place. Yeah. That's how a lot of men are. Yeah. But the moment you get that burden of responsibility put on your back, you're just a straight shooter yeah. with so much momentum and yeah. velocity and so much power. And so to me, the thing that I love that you communicated was this, this generational wealth. Mm -hmm. It's numbers bigger than what you could imagine because now it's no longer about yourself. Correct. And to me, what I realized with so many men is that a lot of times they're passive in their pursuit of their purpose because it's a selfish purpose. And so, so like, if it's just to make a million dollars to buy that Lamborghini to go ahead and flex on these girls on South Beach, yet it's very hard to now have that switch of gears and go from working 70 hours to 90 hours to achieve your dreams. Yeah. If your goal was just simply to travel the world and to go to different hostels in Amsterdam and just bang a bunch of chicks, yeah. it's very hard to be like, dang, I'm, I'm making, you know, a million a year. I want to triple that and make that $3 million a year, you know, from going that from revenue to now, you know, net profit is very hard when that why is selfish but the people i've seen that are able to switch the gears because like i said this episode i'm not i'm not we're not talking about switching gears from 50 to 100,000 a correct, year correct, correct we're not talking about switching gears from 100,000 to 300,000 dollars we're talking about big boy seven to eight eight to nine switching gears yeah for these men who will want more out of life it takes something deeper than just vanity correct and I think the part for me, especially, you know, being around you is that you see that like when you're on level one and to me, I say level to get to level one is a typical hundred thousand dollars a year. Correct. I say level two is a million. Correct. You know, and so to most guys to get to level one, it's hard, but it's not that hard. 
Yeah. But I think you said it to me once. You said a million is doing making a hundred thousand dollars ten times. Correct. A hundred million is making a million a hundred times. times. Yeah. And a billion is making a million a thousand times. Yeah. So there has to be something deeper in you that will cause that switch to happen to tap yeah. into that gear. No, absolutely. And the thing is that for me also, it's just it's it's the pursuit of like I like the stress, right? I like the 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 challenge that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Um, the money's always good, right? The money the the money gives you freedom. However, every level requires for a different version of you to come about, right? Mm. So my first hundred thousand, I, I honestly think it was the hardest, not the hardest, but a really hard amount to make. Again, why? Because nobody in my family has ever made a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, right? Uh, I had no guidance. There, there was, I've never had a mentor, right? I have never had a mentor, right? So that initial hundred grand seemed ludicrous to me to even get to, yeah. right? Keep in mind, previously my goal before this was making seventy grand as a financial analyst because <laughs> that was my degree. Yeah. Right. So a hundred grand just seemed crazy to me. Uh, the the million after that was pretty easy. Ten million after that, I would say is a little bit tougher, right? And then you have the hundred million, and then now we got go to the billion, which is the the ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. I like the fact that that statistically speaking, it, it, it's also that the odds are against me, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you have to think through harder. You have to problem solve. And as men, I think this is what we were built to do, mm-hmm. right? To problem solve, to work. Th- this is what we do, bro. I had, you know, I, I had COVID recently, right? Mm-hmm. So I was out for five days, not uh, on my own will, but yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. CDC recommends <laughs> you, you have to be out for five days. And when I tell you, yeah. I was going crazy. Yeah. Right. I don't like sleeping in. Yeah. I don't like sleeping in the middle of the day. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I literally go crazy. Yeah. Right. My mind is at peace when I'm under stress. How when is I'm, vacation for you, Jose? I hate vacation. <laughs> no, I love vacationing with my wife, bro. My wife's hot, bro. bro so I, I love a good obviously, vacation. But bro. what I'm saying is, you know, your wife is beautiful. My wife is beautiful. But do you, when you're in vacation, is it hard for you to turn off that work brain of yours? So, um, I like a good three day vacation for me is good, right? Where okay. I can I can spend good time with her. Like after three days, I'm antsy, <laughs> like, like, and she knows this, right? Like she she won't give me. Uh, she knows this. Three yeah. days is like my mm. ideal. She'll I I don't care where in the world I am. I yeah. could be in the nicest location possible. Day four, I need I I need to go back. Like, <laughs> that's it. I need to go back. I don't care. I don't care if it, the food's amazing. The hotel the hotel could be the best hotel in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go back and okay. work. That's how I'm built. I don't know if every guy is built that way, but th- that's just where my brain is at ease. Yeah. Right. I need that 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 yeah. pressure and that stress to, yeah. to, to continue to work. Um, now, when it came to magnifying that, it, it was like I said, it was mainly because of my family. I liked the idea of having or being able to build generational wealth where man the idea that my kids could go back and think man my that my great-grandfather that was the the switch that was the the turning point for the zuniga name yeah that man switched everything yeah right uh and i think for us especially like like latinos and and and, and black people too to think that way is important right because you have white people thinking like this all day long. They oh think gosh. generationally. Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of looking out for my future kids and yeah. kids, kids, and kids, 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 kids? Yeah. So they are good. So they yeah. also got advantages, yeah. right? So um, and, and, and the more I'm into it, man, it's crazy just seeing 
like even my my kid like my daughter's in school now and seeing the 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 all the abilities and, and, and possibilities that are open to her now yeah, and to yeah. the schools that she's going to yeah. and the people she's going with and that, that are her, her classmates and her parents. Bro, they're teaching her Mandarin, Spanish, and English. Sheesh. Bro, I was going to a public school. I could ba- I can barely pass the English. Bro, what are you talking about, you know? Sheesh. So imagine competing with some of these kids in the future, mm. right? Th- those are the, the men that we compete with, right? Yeah. That, that Those are the one percenters that mm-hmm. have been I mean, look at all the billionaires, bro. And this is why, this is, by the way, this is why I want to become a billionaire so damn bad, right? Uh, there's a lot of uh, pride that will go into that. Yeah. Like, I was able to do it without an open door, yeah. without a connection, yeah. without being white, without a head start, without oh. money in my bank account, yeah. right? That would be beautiful. But when you start looking at all these billionaires, man, they all came from upper class private schools. All of them, mm-hmm. right? Mark Zuckerberg, the dad offered him either a McDonald's or you go to Harvard for for, for ride, right? Like all these guys come with something, yeah, right. Yeah. Why not being able to offer that to your future kids and your future kids' mm. kids, mm. right? That's motivating, bro. I love all this talk, man. I was talk, man. I love all this talk. I can't even sit. I'm like, I can't even <laughs> sit in my chair, man. I'm so these, bro. I was explaining. I was explaining to the guys this on uh, uh, um, yesterday when the guys from the Standard came over while we were in New York. Mm-hmm. I said my biggest problem with the internet today is too many men are teaching men to be myopic. They're mm-hmm. teaching too many men to be small minded. Yeah. They're teaching men simply make money, smash women, smash as fun, many girls as possible, and, 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 it. and they're teaching the men to be myopic. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yo, your genes are dying with you. Here's what people don't understand. People think that the more women you bang, the more of a man you are. Yeah. Right? You need to understand that as a man, our only purpose, if you were to take everything else, our only purpose is the survival of our species, which means we, we need to transfer our DNA. Yeah. If you're not having kids, you're not doing anything really yeah. in life. Yeah. Right? That, that, scientifically speaking, that is our only purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Right? To, to, to regenerate. Mm-hmm. And you only want to do that, obviously, in a nuclear, nucleus family. Mm-hmm. Right? Because especially for, again, our skin types. Of course. We are the worst at this. We'll, we'll, we'll put out babies left and right yeah. and leave those babies to, to fend for themselves. Yeah. Right? What makes you a man? Being able to support a wife. Yeah. Being able to, to produce children, support children, and raise those children to be great men and women. Too. 100%. And not only that, if you're able to create, let's say, generational wealth where you can protect those kids and then your future kids to break that chain. Yeah. That's a man right there. So. Right. I love everything. Do you know who the owner of the Detroit Lions is? No. Nah. The owner of the Detroit Lions, her her unofficial name, because her official name is a little bit different because she married. Mm-hmm. Her unofficial name, not unofficial, but her maiden name. That's an unofficial maiden name. Mm-hmm. Um, maiden last name is Ford Firestone. Okay. Her dad, Gerald Ford. Great, mm-hmm. Sorry, great-great-grandfather, Gerald Ford. Okay. Other great great grandfather, the creator of Firestone Tires. Nice. Her legacy, her pedigree is Ford Firestone. Um, um, think about it. In Detroit, the birthplace of the automobile, your legacy is the the, the person that created the the, the the standard automobile, the person that created the standard tire, created his family together. Imagine what imagine the game that she was playing at two years old. Imagine the way in our game. Ain't what ain't what ain't our game. It wasn't our game. It, it, like imagine, yeah. like you said, the like Mandarin, easy, 
Spanish, easy. I'm telling you, like the way these kids are being raised, and the more I'm exposed to this industry, because I'm 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 new money, right? Of course. The more I'm exposed to this, the more, because I've always been the fact of. I hate excuses, right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me it was because of your color. Yeah. Don't tell me it was because you you were poor. I was all of that, so yeah. I don't I don't want to hear it, right? Yeah. However, yeah. The more money I make, and the more I start seeing my child go through the school system, and see the opportunities that she now has available that I didn't have available, yeah. I start thinking like, man. I mean, it'll play a role. Yeah. And, and by the way, I don't. This doesn't justify people to say like, oh, because I'm not rich and yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. I, but it, it it does show you how like man like we we did start at a disadvantage and even though you started at a disadvantage yeah. it just means you, we had to work harder and I'm okay with that by yeah, the way of course. I don't know about you but I'm okay with working yeah, yeah, harder yeah, yeah, me too. you know but it, it, it's it's insane how much how many possibilities you can open for your future kids yeah. if you bust your ass right now and to me that that defines you as a man a hundred percent and so the point that I was bringing up I was like yo there's there's this pedigree. Mm-hmm that certain humans are gifted at birth mm-hmm. and you as a man have the opportunity though you never had it yourself in a couple years zunigas in a couple generations zunigas is going to be what a rockefeller is zunigas hey, is hey, gonna, you know what i mean hey, zunigas I is going hey, to that. you know <laughs> that's what it's going to be it's going to be what a ford was yeah. what a ford is what a firestone is mm-hmm. you know what a zuckerberg will be at that point yeah that's what Zunigas is gonna be. So the men who are on this different level, they're thinking pedigree. The, 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 the myopic short-term men are playing who are consuming these childish YouTube content, they're playing a myopic game of just fun and DNA over. Yeah. You are playing the game of eternal legacy. Yeah. We're now because of the of the work and the drive and that what you've done now Zuniga's is literally going to be something that's on buildings yeah, on I street mean, corners. Yeah, I mean that 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 would be the goal and, and the thing is that you know a, a lot of these men play this game too just out of fear, right? That they they they're scared of marriage. They're scared of having kids because it's so risky, mm-hmm. right? Um but it's like you know, every, everything in life that you do has risk. I said the same thing. Everything, like, shoot, if, if I were to live my life risk adverse, you I wouldn't, wouldn't be have, here. I wouldn't start a business. You wouldn't be here. What, 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 what's the chances of a business succeeding again? It's like 90% failure yeah, rate exactly. in the first year or something like that. It's uh-huh. something, it's like, yeah. my, my, all right, what are the chances of me becoming a billionaire? I, I'm becoming a billionaire. That's my goal. Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah. Or I'll die, yeah. right? But what are the chances? Yeah. I think it's like 0.0001% chance yeah. of me ever touching that type of money, mm. right? That's still not stopping me. Yeah. I'm going for it, Yeah. right? Because the benefits of it outweigh the fear of the risk. Yeah. The benefits of having a family, bro, the benefits of having a wife, mm-hmm. so peaceful, Yeah. right? It's so, she's, she's beautiful. I love her. Bro, when you're tired, you got somebody to rely on that, that can heal your wounds. When, you, when you're succeeding, somebody to, to, to cheer you on, that's the person that's going to give you kids and, and grow your family name and, yeah. and continue to expand. How are those benefits not going to outweigh the risk of a potential, what is it, the fear of divorce that people yeah. are scared of or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. 
I think that's what's stopping most people. And but most people need to understand that you know if you were to live your life risk adverse, you're not gonna get anything worthwhile in life. Bro, bro, you literally take the words out of my mouth. I did a whole video about it where I called why why I got married and and literally at the beginning of the video I said in everything in life there will be risk from boarding a plane to starting a business That's true too. to getting into a car yeah. to getting married. Everything has risk. And there's two ways you can live your life. You can live your life trying to eliminate all risk. Or you can live your life trying to alleviate risk. Eliminating risk means don't try. How do you eliminate risk of, fail, of business failing? Don't start one. Yeah, don't start one. Keep your money. Yeah, keep your money. <laughs> and it'll stay there too. You know, because like yeah. if, if, if the fear is to lose your money, mo if you're gonna if you are going to start a business of any value, it, it requires playing poker and going all in with the chips. Yeah. Yeah. If there's not one single successful business owner in America, I would argue unless you got a super handout from daddy who didn't take all his money and say all in. Every damn time. I, we were just talking about this. I cannot tell you how many times. My bank account's been at zero multiple times. They don't see that. Because I'll grab all my cash, all in. And you bet on something that you have no idea if it's going to pay off. No idea Every single time. pay off. So if, if you're afraid of losing half of whatever chicken scratch you're making, if you're afraid of losing half, business owners who are really making money are lose all. Yeah. And many of them go all in. Like you said, nine out of ten businesses um, fail within the first ten years, whatever. Lose everything. And then you just start again. Then you start over again Do and you again. get back up because yeah. the, the, the rewards for what will happen if this pays off is greater than the risk. Absolutely. And my biggest thing, like you said, is so many men live in fear. You guys are going to steal this, but it is what it is. My family Bible verses, Joshua 1, 9. Mm. Be strong and courageous. Mm. Do not be frightened. Do Damn. not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We start in my family, every, every child, my wife, me, we know we live in life. We are strong and we are courageous. That's how we live Amen. our life. Yeah. We're not weak and we're not fearful. Yep. So many men live weak and fearful. Yeah. And when you're strong and courageous, think about it. Think about like, I, I want to get too deep into the theological rabbit hole. Think about what happened in the book of Joshua. Joshua and the people of Israel just were in the wilderness for 80 years about to conquer the promised land mm -hmm. of Canaan. Mm -hmm. They're about to go to war. Yeah. People were about to die. Yeah. Things were about to go down. Like, they, they've never done this before. Correct. The risk, you're talking about losing half your money. You're talking about losing your life. Yep. You're losing, you're on the, back in the day, you're on the battlefield. If you're a 45-year-old man, guess who's there with you? Your son. Yep. You're, you're losing your son. What are you talking about? What are you, you afraid of what in this mm -hmm. world? You mm -hmm. in America? You're yep. afraid of what? Yep. They, these were, this was real life fear. Yep. God said, be strong and courageous. Do not, do not be, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For I'm with you wherever you go. As a man, you have to have that vision for greatness that God has for you. Yeah, absolutely. What I love about you is that, bro, you inspire me because it's like Jose comes in with a vision of greatness. You asked me a question earlier today. You said, "What is your, what is the vision for the standard? What is the big win for the standard?" And I was just like, bro, I'll be honest with you. You caused me to think about it because I haven't even thought about it that much. I haven't yeah. even thought about it 50, 60 years down the line. Yeah, yeah. And so to me, what you described about that why helped you kick into another gear. Correct. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
Yeah. It helped you kick into another gear. And and this is the thing when I, when I met you for the first time. I'm I'm, not, I'm and I'm not trying to be rude here. I'm not trying to be you know arrogant. I'm not talking a hundred thousand a year, man. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're not talking these small money. And and oh, by by the way, it it also depends on on who you are as a person, right? Like, I really don't think everybody is gonna like that level of stress on the on on the, on them. Right? Here's a Where, problem, Jose. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. They don't like that level of stress, but they all want to be you. Yeah, yeah, and you know. It's funny. I don't know if you've noticed it recently how there's an increasing amount of hate towards uh, billionaires. Have you seen that recently, like on social media and stuff like yep, that? Yep, right? yep. Just an increasing amount of hate. Mm-hmm. And every time I see that, I'm like, man, if I ever hit a billion, I wonder if people are going to treat me that way. Mm. So I made a video. <laughs> I made a video already. Uh, you already know. I'm documenting yeah, yeah, my yeah, entire yeah. process uh-huh. to a billion, yep. right? I have a new company, but et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made a video and I'm like, if I hit a billion dollars and then I did a whole speech in that video, Mm. cause, uh, and in that video, I showed all, all my, all my failures every single time my bank account was at zero because people like they fail to realize just how hard it is and how, Mm. how many times you will go to nothing and, Mm. and how normal we all are. Like I'm, I'm a normal person, just like you, just like everybody else watching this video. I was in those same shoes at one point, right? The only di- it's the mentality. The mentality is the only difference, and I'm mm. okay with dealing with the stress and and, and the anxiety of, of 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 failing or not having enough cash at some points, you know. But I do I do think that there are some people that they're comfortable, they're okay with 50k a year yeah. and 100k a year. I do think that some people that would that would try to do this would probably end up unhappy if that's not what they want to do right which I, at the end of the day everybody needs to introspectively look inside and see all right what is it that you want not every guy needs to go for generational wealth it's a, it's statistically impossible if everybody did that <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Unlimited amount of money yeah. there has to be people that make normal amount of money and if that's what you want to do and just live and die and do that that's fine mm-hmm. right but you need to find what makes you happy and what actually drives you. If it's 70K and work-life balance and you you want to sleep, that's fine. Yeah. Right? That's fine. You can't, however, complain and say life is unfair. Yeah. And billionaires have too much money. Mm-hmm. Those billionaires that have too much money have no time. Yeah. Right? I, I talked about this uh, recently in a video where I said uh, it's almost like there's a trade-off, right? You can live life and enjoy experiences or you can trade off that time and increase your cash. That's mm. usually the trade-off that you make. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that trade-off, by the way. I'm okay where I, if I'm sitting in a room and everybody's discussing experiences like, oh my God, I went here and I went there and I did this. And I'm just thinking, man, I've lived the last t- 10 years of my life working. I'm okay with that trade-off. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't okay with that trade-off. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to find what is it that makes you happy and what drives you. If it's experiences, go for that, right? Because you will be miserable working 24-7 for yeah. the next 10 years because that's literally what it's going to take man i love this part of the conversation and i don't know if um if if i talked about this in another place but i was talking about this idea of how social media has made 
Gary Vee talks about all the time, has made everybody want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It makes everybody want to be a millionaire, billionaire. It makes everybody want to be able to have the, the you know, the, 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 the sky rise penthouse. It makes everybody want to have the ocean resort of Malibu. It makes everybody wants to be able to, you know, have the, the, the luxury resort of the Maldives. Yeah. It makes everybody have this hyper inflated appetite for life. Yeah. And the reality of the matter is you can be happy being $50,000 a year, living in Fort Lauderdale, 100%. you know, with your wife and your kids and your family, you can be happy and never for a second do have I, do I, I ever, and obviously Jose has never communicated any man who's chooses that life is lesser than a man. Absolutely. Whatever purpose God has given you, whether it's to fly like an eagle or to swim like a like a shark, whatever you have, whatever you are called to, that is a beautiful Absolutely. purpose as a man. Absolutely. My frustration is when the guys want to sign up for this life. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have the self-awareness to realize the Navy SEALs are not for you. Yep. You can join the Navy, and the Navy's respectable. You're yep. a respectable yep. person of the military, yep. but the SEAL Team Six is not for you. You need to understand what the payoff is going to incur. Like, yes. if, if this is what you want, you need to understand. Look, yeah, I'm 10 years in. It it doesn't get easier. It just doesn't. Like the the, the stress is the same. The workload's the same. It's a Saturday. I'm working right now. <laughs> I'm going to work tomorrow too. By the yeah, way, it's yeah, a Sunday, yeah, yeah. and then it's Monday and Monday Sunday. It's all the same thing. I'm working to Monday too, right? Yeah. Like. It never stops. Yeah. It just never stops. Yeah. And and you got to be okay with that trade-off. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right, right? If you're the type of guy that actually wants money, you're saying, man, life is unfair. I want this in my life. You need to understand you you will give up a huge portion of your time. Mm-hmm. All those experiences, all that stuff, you're gonna have to give that up. Yeah. You know? No, I love that. And that's and that's the thing that I think it all starts, and I love your point about that self-awareness. And it's the and it's and it's an uncomfortable conversation about what are your limits and what are you called to do? Mm-hmm. Because I just know there's so many guys who watch Jose's videos and will be like and see your lifestyle and be like, oh man, I should have that too. Yep. Oh, oh, oh man, he got lucky. That's the only reason he's mm. this, why he has all these cars. I'm like, bro, do you <laughs> listen, do you guys not understand? This man Jose has a YouTube channel where he posts five to seven times a week. Mm-hmm. Then he has a Spanish channel. <laughs> Doing the same thing. Where he does the same exact yeah. video five to seven times a week. Yeah. Then he has five other companies yeah. that he's working working on yep. seven days a week. Then he has a wife. A wife that he has to love, support, yeah. care for seven days a week. Yeah. Then he has a kid. Yeah. Then he has brothers and sisters. I'm like, bro, do you not? I don't. I, I'm telling you, this is gonna. This is this is how I genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. Somebody sometimes I I don't read the comments. Um, do you read your comments? I read my comments. I don't yeah. read my comments. You ignore them. I, I get too mad. Really? I, I want to talk. I I want to I want to find you. You know yeah, what I mean? Damn, I, read, bro. I read comments. That's, that's passion, bro. When I re, when I read comments, I. I genuinely will type a page long response to God, you. Man. I want to find you. I want you to pull up, keep that same energy to my face. God, I, I want to find you, bro. That's you know, how I, I, feel. I used to be like that. Bro, I, I'm, I was hot tempered. I had to. It's, I had not, to chill. it's not about fighting. It's about I just want to talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. You want to talk? You want to share your opinion? Come share your opinion to me. Yeah. I'm there. Nevertheless, 
one time I saw a comment and somebody was like, man, when people get famous and they make money, they change up. Hmm. Directing that to me. Okay. I'm like, bro, who the hell is famous? Who the hell makes money? Do you not know how I view myself? Like, this is, this is some serious conversations. When I look in the mirror, how I view myself. How do you view yourself? I haven't done nothing, Jose. Oh, we've talk, but we've talked about this, bro. We've talked about this, bro. bro. I haven't. I, I'm, and people. We've talked about people, this so much, Jose. People say this, man. I, in my spirit, if God came down and you asked God, Lord Jesus, how does Hafiz feel about himself? I'd be like, bro, honestly, I feel like Hafiz feel like he's done nothing. Absolutely. The scoreboard for my life. Is on zero, no, not zero, yeah. like two points on the board, and we're yeah. in the first. Yeah. I don't feel like I've done. I don't feel like I've done anything. Yep, we've talked about this. We talk about. I, I, I view myself the same way, and I think a lot of people that that do what we do view themselves this way. And it's important, by the way, because it gives you perspective and yeah. it keeps you humble. Here's the thing that you need to understand that, like. When you view yourself this way, at least for me, what ends up happening, yeah. I, I'm still that same hungry kid that yeah. was 17 yeah. and needed, yeah. not wanted, mm. needed that yeah. money, right? Yeah. Um, what ends up happening is when you do get a little too egotistic, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm big shot. I'm yeah. this, I'm that. There's some hungry kid that has nothing. Yeah. That's not working 10 times harder than yeah. you because you're putting your stuff on pause. Now you're enjoying yourself. Now you're big shot. Mm -hmm. And that kid, yeah. while you're sleeping, is working his ass off yeah. to be in your position. 100%. That's what I think about every day. Mm -hmm. We were literally just talking about this about my new company. I know my company, as soon as we drop, mm -hmm. massive competition. Yeah. If that's if somebody's not working on it right now, mm -hmm. as we're talking. Right now, we are wasting time and somebody's trying to take my position. Yeah. That is literally how I think. Mm -hmm. To the point that I've done everything in my power to speed this process up as fast as possible. Because that, that's, that's, what, that's in my head. Yeah. Somebody is behind me at all times. 100%. Right? Keeping this mentality is so important. Yeah. Because it keeps you hungry and it keeps you grounded. Yeah. Because the truth is, somebody is out there taking that position for you. I love that. And my wife, she would tell me all the time, she said, I don't think people understand the difference between you and everybody else is how obsessed you are. Mm -hmm. Like, I, 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 have, I have an obsessive disorder since I've been a child. Like, it's been a problem. Where, like, like, for real? Like, yeah, no, like, oh, like, for real. Like, like, legit, okay. like, when I, since I was a, when I, when I think about something, I get obsessed. That's why I was oh, so okay. bad yeah, at dating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was so, I was so clingy at the beginning. I, like, I, would, I would get, I would get, it, clingy, I'm telling you, bro. it's a, it's a, it's a bile, it's something that happens in my brain. Good morning and good night text every day. Come on, bro. Good every morning, day. Good night, good, good morning, afternoon, good evening. <laughs> oh, nine, bro. I can see that. I can see it. <laughs> bro, I would get so, ups I, I get so <clears> obsessed. I have a problem. Ask Joe. I'm literally, every time, I'm, I'm like, bro, Joe probably, I blow his phone up every day about something. I, I, I'm you know, living You know this. what? That, that's passion, bro. That's yeah. just passion. Because honestly, I had a huge problem with this too, yeah. when, it, when it came with my, and, I, and I, I have to figure out a way to become better with this. Because like, when it's your company, yeah. you're going to be the most passionate person about this. Nobody else will top that. Yeah. And it gets to a point that this is all you think about. Yeah. I go to sleep, I'm thinking about it. I wake up, I'm thinking about it, right? So... It gets to a point that when I started building out my business and you start hiring employees, like yeah. you said, you start blowing up their phones, right? I need this, 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 and this done. I need this, this, Because all you're thinking about, things need to get done. Yeah. That's just passion, bro. Bro. So to the point was, 
I feel like I haven't achieved anything yeah. because the scoreboard for me is not what you think the scoreboard is for you. Yeah. People think 500,000 subscribers is success. That ain't shit to me. Nothing. It's bro. nothing. What does what nothing. does that mean? What does that nothing, mean? Bro. What literally what does that mean? Nothing. Hundreds of thousands. What does that? That's not the scoreboard for me. You think I'm playing that game of checkers. I am not playing that game of checkers, bro. Yeah. And so to me, it, 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 I understood that people don't really understand the spirit behind the man, the spirit behind the drive, the spirit behind the purpose. And when, when I see you, and I and and I'm around you. I'm like people don't understand. I another confession. I feel like and this is not and, and there's two things I want to clarify. Mm -hmm. Comparisons is thief of joy. Yeah. If you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you'll yeah. be miserable, bitter, cynical, depressed Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. Why I'm <laughs> bitter, miserable, <laughs> cynical, depressed a lot of the time. I I look at what I want. Mm -hmm. I look at how you work mm. and I'm like, you don't deserve what you want off these because you don't work the way this man works. Mm. That's how I genuinely feel. Mm. I, I, I'm, I, I was telling my, uh, my friend the other day, it's like a therapy session right now. Damn, I, was telling, I'm like, yeah. I, I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, I'm send the invoice. After <laughs> that, I was like, I get, I'm so mad at my employees mm -hmm. sometimes because I'm so mad at myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm lashing out because I want to do more because I realize what yeah. it costs to achieve my dreams. And I think too many people don't really understand the price that is paid to achieve their dreams. What, what time do you wake up every morning? 4 a.m. Every day. Matter of fact, I got a whoop on. Tracks my sleep, bro. You know how much I sleep every day? Five and a half hours. That's on a good night. Every day. Every day. You know? And, and, and by the way the thing is that now I'm also doing like my life just keeps getting tougher. <laughs> it really does, bro. Like it really does. Yeah. You guys know what I'm doing now, right? Yeah, with, the, with the coding and stuff like yeah. that. So now that that's, that's another three hours in the day that I have to add into my schedule, mm -hmm. you know? So like I borderline need to start waking up earlier. Yeah. Or something, but no, but you know, in reality, it just, you know, like I'll cut into my lunchtime. Now I, I cut down my lunchtime. I try to become more efficient where I can, mm -hmm. you know? But, um, yeah, it just, it never gets, and this is what I tell everybody, it never gets easier. I've been doing this since I was 17. Uh, I've been waking up since I was 5 a.m. since it was a cool, since before it was like that cool thing to do. Yeah. And it's, again, it's out of necessity, not because it's cool and because I want to meditate. At, I don't meditate. That's BS, yeah. right? I don't sit there at freaking 5 in the morning yeah. meditating and drinking cold water. Yeah. Like, I wake up at 4 because I need extra time in the day. Mm. That's, it was pure necessity. It was a necessity play. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, you, you have immigrant parents. My, my dad used to wake up at five. He didn't mm. pound his chest. You know why yeah, he yeah. did it? Necessity, mm. right? He had to wake up at five to be work at 5.30 or six or whatever and work the entire day. Mm. I don't know if your dad did the same thing, but yeah, a lot course. of immigrant parents did the same thing. And it wasn't a, oh, I need to meditate because it's a new hip <laughs> entrepreneur thing to do. No, yeah. it's just extra time. It's what it takes. Yeah. And I'll do and I'll keep doing it if I have to, mm. you know? Um, it, it's gotten to the point that, yo, it, my, my gym's been compromised. Like, mm. Some days I, I just won't go to the gym. I need more time in the yeah. day. I'm literally out of time in the day. You know, it never stops. 
It just doesn't stop. And those people that tell you, man, like, ah, oh, making money is easy or you should be able to do passive income, passive income, my ass. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. I, I, do, I don't believe in it. Yeah. There's no such thing as easy money. No, not at you know? all. Do you ever have the, the fear that you don't have the skills to achieve your, your big dreams? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a fear. Okay. I have it. I have a realization to know that I don't have every skill. Yeah. Like I, I know, for example, I know what my weaknesses are, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I know very well what my weakness is. I've, I'm, I love risk, right? I, sometimes maybe too much risk, yeah. right? Uh, I'm very short-tempered. I'm hot-headed. Like I know all my, like, for example, I, I suck at managing people. I really do. I have zero patience for it. Trust me. My I brother's know. great at it though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Here we go. Great combination, yeah, yeah, there, right? Yeah, yeah. So like... Um, I, I, I know what my weaknesses are. So when it comes to scaling what I want to scale up now, I know who I have to hire to, to fill in those voids. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't call it a fear. Yeah. You just have to be, you have to be a realist, right? You have yeah. to know, all right, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm bad at. So you I know? guess what I'm, I'm wondering is if you hit $900,000, 900, 900 million at 102 and the Lord takes you home, how mad are you? At 102 years old? Yes. 900 million. Well, I'm happy. But you didn't hit a billion, though. I'm fine. Really? I'm fine with that. I've, I've said this before. I, I'd be fine. Here's the thing. It's not the money, right? Like, I'm getting the goal. Yeah, the yeah, goal. Yeah. So, like, yeah. this is what I always say. Like, it's not even the, like, anything past to me, and maybe because this is just how, you know, where I came from, everything past over 100000 was excess. Yeah. And it, it still is, by the way. Yeah. You can live a great life at $100,000, mm-hmm. right? Like, comfortable got a nice car, a, a nice house, the whole nine, right? Um, you don't need a billion dollars. And I've always said to me, like, that billion dollar mark for me is like that North Star yes. where I know where I want to go. It, it's, vi- it, it's, it's crystal clear. I told you, my, my, I have this new company planned out 10 years out. Mm-hmm. I'm crystal, crystal clear where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So every day it's head down and you work. Mm-hmm. And you work and you chip at it. Think of it like Mount Everest, right? The top is the billion dollars, mm-hmm. right? It's going to take me forever to get up there. Yeah. But every day I'm going to chip at it. And I'm going to chip at it for the next hundred years. Mm-hmm. And I might be slower than other people, but I'll, I'll keep chipping at it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, when you look up, like, damn, I'm closer than I was a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. I'll be good if I die with 50 million in the bank, a yeah. hundred million in the bank. Because you know what? My original trajectory was probably a hundred thousand in the bank mm. by the time I was a hundred. Yeah. If not less than that, shoot my trajectory in life. This is, this is when I, when I really put things into perspective, <clears throat> as you know, I'm from a country called Honduras, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the poorest countries in Cent- if not the poorest country in, in Central America. My mom comes from a village, not a town, not a city, a village, dirt roads. I don't even think they had electricity by the time she was uh, in, in, uh, in high school. Like I'm talking a hundred people village. That's where my mom comes from. One bad decision by my mom of not going and living in the city of, of Honduras and she's staying there, I'd be playing soccer mm. in a village barefoot right now. Mm. That was my trajectory. Yeah. So me dying with 50 million in the bank, I'm not going to be pissed about it. 100%. You know, because I, I, I gave my, lo- my, my blood, my sweat, my tears into this. Is that going to happen? Probably not. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to a billion. Yeah. You know? No, I love that because <clears throat> I, think, I think to me, and it goes back to what we're saying at the beginning, is the purpose is deeper than the profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The purpose absolutely. is different, deeper than the profit. <clears throat> and so one of the things I keep on letting people know is that when it comes to 
success in life, the scoreboard for so many people is followers, views, dollars. Yeah. It's numbers. Mm-hmm. Men who are on my Hall of Fame list, the scoreboard is not those material items. Yeah. It's that purpose in their hearts. It's those deeper things of being an amazing father. Mm-hmm. It's the deeper things about being an amazing husband. Mm-hmm. Deeper things about being an amazing member of the community. It's these deeper values. And one of the things that I've noticed so much in today's hustle grind world, the, the, the medals that everybody is trying to accumulate and to boast upon are those numeric numbers. Yeah. And so to me, I've, I've said the people that I admire the most are the people who at the end of life are not counting dollars in a bank account. Yeah. You know, they're not counting those things. It's just not popular what you're saying. It's not. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, what is popular? It's a a numbers game, right? How much money you can make, how many women you can bang, how many followers you have. Like that's that's what's popular right now. That's what people want to hear. And people will always tune in into what they actually want to hear, not what they need to hear. I agree with you. And so to me, I told somebody this. I was at a we had a live show. And a guy asked me a question. He said, "He said, you know, I'm making $300,000 a year. I'm living my best life, this, that, and the third. Why should I not travel the world, bang chicks, and sow my royal oats? <laughs> so and I, and, I, and I initially, you know, gave him, gave him um, my thoughts about, about it. Then, uh, then Chris was sharing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped <clears throat> and I said, you know what? I was wrong about what I just said. What I think you should do what I believe you should do as a man, I was wrong, is do exactly that. You have your money, travel the world, do exactly what's on your heart. But here's what's gonna happen. 30 years down the line, mm-hmm. I'm, gonna be at, I'm gonna be doing a, 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 a speech. Mm-hmm. I wanna bring you on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a microphone, I'm gonna have a microphone. Mm-hmm. Tell me how your life turned out, and I'll tell the world how my life turned out, and we'll be the judge. You see, the see the reality of, of the of the internet generation is this, Jose. There's there's two trains that a man can hop on. One train leads to his destiny; the other tra- train leads to his destruction. Yeah. There's many different people who yeah. are telling you to go on one of these two trains. A lot of guys. The, the what we're really going to see is in 30 years from now. Yeah. We're going to see. The the vice that you follow, where did that take you? That's that like to me, I'm telling like the scoreboard is not right now. We don't know nothing. You're 27, I'm 31, we're young. Bro, like 30 years from now, though those guys that tell you go there, mm-hmm. the guys like Jose to tell you to go there, we will see 30 years from now how do these two men end up? That's gonna be the real test. Yeah. And yeah. I think what is unfortunately happening is that so many guys are not realizing that. They're playing the short-sighted game. Well, that's what I was going to say, right? Like, people, it's, it's so easy to, to feed into your vanities, right? Yeah. Like, it's so easy to just travel and, and bang women and mm-hmm. do what you want because that, it, it's easier than the alternative. Work your ass off, high stress, potentially lose everything, right? What sounds better? Mm. What sounds more enjoyable now? And again, like you said, ultimately, you have to do what, you, what, what, what makes you happy right so if the short term is what makes you happy go for that like no like at the end of the day you're a full grown man you shouldn't let any man tell you what to do all we're doing is giving you advice this is what i believe is right 
And this is what's worked in my life. You say what you believe is right and what has worked in your life. And that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. Right. I ain't nobody's dad. Of course. Right. No, like, and, and by the way, as a man, you should not let any other man tell you what to do. You should just take advice and you do as you please. This is what you think is going to make you the happiest. Most men. And, and, and by the way, this is just, this is just human nature, right? Our brains always like taking the path of least resistance, mm. right? And the path of least resistance is enjoy now, mm. enjoy the fruits now, right? Versus delay that gratification, put your head down, work, and then enjoy after, mm. right? Or look out for your family or create that generational wealth. Mm -hmm. That sounds boring. Mm. Think about it. Yeah, it the does. brain doesn't like that. Yeah. You're going to exert all this energy mm. up front. You don't want to do that. Right, your brain will. Your brain is hardwired to take that path of least resistance and con and and uh, conserve energy, mm. and that's going to be enjoy right now. A hundred percent. And so, to me, one <clears> of the <throat> things I told people all the time is that, you know, while I'm a guy, while Jose is a guy, my advice to men is find a man at 55. That's where you want him to be. It's where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Find a man who's <clears throat> achieved that destination and who's has that long term mindset. Learn from him, follow him, take the steps that he's taken in life. Because you're right, when you're young, your brain is so short-sighted and short-minded. And I really believe that's what prevents a lot of men from going to the next level. Because from the <clears throat> beginning, what happened to you? Getting married, then having a child, it, it stopped from Jose's just living life now to no, Jose has to pay the, the path for the Zuniga generation for three down, it opened your 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 your, your vision. Yeah, it expounded upon it. Yep. But because so many men are just here, yep, so short sighted, yep, they make so many bad decisions that ruin their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like we said, it's a popular thing to do because it's what you want to hear. Yeah, it's what you want to hear. Yeah, you know. And have you seen a normal distribution curve, by the way? Oh, which one? Uh. Have you ever taken statistics? Yeah, yeah, I know you talk okay. about. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, a normal yeah, distribution yeah, curve. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. bought a toy recently, <laughs> um, and it's cool because it shows you just how how it works, right? Like basically, uh, the the I think it's like the first DVA or like the the majority of it is like seventy percent, right? This is where most people fall into. And what it made me realize when it comes to like dealing with employees or dealing with customers or just mm. dealing with people in general is that it doesn't matter how hard you pound people information like this ultimately the majority will always fall in that center that average amount mm. that average amount is where people like to be that's where they're comfortable mm. and then you have the outliers mm. and that's the five percent right on both the, the the low and the high extreme mm. that's the few that you're going to actually end up reaching and ultimately you hafiz or me with, with what we do if you can just alter that few five percent you've done enough because mm. that's all you'll ever touch it doesn't matter how hard you pound people they won't move out of what they're normal, what what they're what they that's feel good. comfortable in, that's you know. Good. And by the way, that that's just advice that I took also even with my own employees and and understanding how they work and their dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. And how hard you can push people, et cetera, right? But uh, yeah, people just like people like what's normal. People like what's comfortable, and, mm -hmm. th and that's okay. That's not a judgment, by yeah. the way. No, that's that's really <clears throat> good. And I think to me, when we were creating the standard, that's what I realized. I realized that there's a lot of people with no matter how much I was a teacher and I was a teacher for so many years. And no matter how great the lesson is, no matter how many lollipops you give the kids, <laughs> no, no matter what you do, yeah. they just want 
to get B's. Correct. They just want to be average. <clears throat> you know, they just want to, you know, live the life of least resistance. And to Bingo. me, I realize is that there's no, I'm the, I was the kind of teacher that, like all young teachers, believe they can change everybody. Yep. And then you realize only person that can change a man is God. And that, and that man himself. Yeah. And so I realized that, okay, I spent my whole life trying to change people. But now let me now partner with the ones, that 1%, yep. with that 2%, with that 3%. Let me partner with those guys who want these things. Yep. Because to convince the 70% to want these things and to work this hard and to strive for all these things is almost impossible. Yep. But creating that community and partnering with those guys, <clears throat> I think to me was exactly why we created what we created. And ultimately, it's like you said, it, it, it's up to the guy. Uh, none of this, like wh while it's hard, it's not rocket science, right? Every guy can have more money, every guy. And that's coming from a guy that had no money, mm -hmm. right? Every guy can be better with women. Every guy can be more confident. Every guy can dress better. Every guy can look better. Like it's in, it's in your hands. It's in everybody's hands. And, and this is why my content and your content is so popular, right? We help expose those those ways that you can take to 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 bring out that best version of mm -hmm. every guy. We mm -hmm. all have it inside. Yeah. Most guys will never tap that though, which is which is which sucks, right? Most guys will not tap their full potential. Mm. Just how good they can look, how great they can feel, and how much money they could have in their bank account, mm. right? And how great of a girl they could probably lock down. Mm. You know, most guys have that ability. Mm. They they won't they won't tap into it right mm. no matter how much you pound it into them, but mm. it's in everybody's everybody's ability to do it. I want to close with this, Jose. <clears throat> what I love the most about you, you have the money, you have the, the the woman, you have the business, you have the success, you have the cars. You have the watches. <laughs> we were just talking about watches. Yeah. <laughs> now you have the suits. Uh, and now you got to clean, bro. Yeah. Jeez. You have, you have everything, <clears throat> but you're still a man of God and a man of character. Oh, because everything I got came from God. And here's the crazy part. God could take it in half a second. Everything you just said, uh, what, what is it called? Uh, a gasp of the wind, mm. right? Just... It could go. In a second, I could lose everything. Mm. The entire enchilada. God gave me everything. I'm just here working, man. What do you think for the... Because the guys understand, a lot of guys I'm connecting with, they love that about you. And they're wondering, what can <clears throat> a man do mm -hmm. who's trying to be a high-achieving man, trying to excel in his family life, his business life, his personal life, and all these things. Mm -hmm. How? What is that one thing that you do that keeps you grounded to God as you continue to be successful without letting the vanity, the, the, the you know, the oh, pride hard, and the bro. ego to turn you away from God and to be consumed totally with self? That's so hard, bro. So I've never, I really don't talk a lot about God like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I keep it pretty personal. Yeah. Um, I think the only time is, is with you, yeah. but that's because you're a fellow yeah, believer. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so funny that you say that. I, I don't think I've ever said this to anybody, but I remember when I was uh, when I was poor, right, or not poor, but just broke. Um, that time that I told you that I that I really like prayed it. I was like, man, like 
God, I, you know, I, I need something here. And he told me to keep pressing. I remember I, I made kind of like a deal in my head. With uh, him. And I was like, you know, it, it was an honest deal too. Yeah. I was like, yo, if, if the money will ever screw me over, like, like I'll, I'll lose myself or, or, or uh, you know, be filled with vanity or ego. I don't want it. Just don't, don't even, don't let me touch it. Cause I know once I touch it, I'm gone. Right. And uh, thankfully he let me touch it. So I'm assuming <laughs> God, God has my back yeah, or something yeah, here. Yeah, Cause yeah. Honestly, I have I have no idea. Other than that, you know, I just I I I'm just so fully self aware that it was God's opening door and opportunity and and just even giving me the motivation to keep going because I was this close of quitting mm-hmm. that has me here. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so many people quit. It's so easy to quit, and for some reason I I don't know why I don't quit. And I just keep going, even though things can suck and, and I'm, I'll be filled with stress. I don't quit. And I just know that that has to be God. That motivation has to be coming from him. And, and, and that self-awareness just, you know, it, 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 it helps me understand that this is the way I picture it all the time. I think I've said this before. I feel like God gave me a field, like mm-hmm. a field, like, think like, like you know, for crops. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just a farmer and I'm working that field. And <clears throat> think, think, think of it like your dad. Like he gives you a field, right? It, it would almost be an insult to not work that field. That's why I work so passionately, right? Like I've been given a gift. It would be an ins- I would spit in God's face mm. if I weren't to wake up at four in the morning and cultivate this field. Mm. This, this is a blessing, right? Um, that, that, that's honestly the only thing. And then my wife, my wife's been amazing, man. Like my wife, anytime she sees me a little like, you know, you're, 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 you're relying too much on your own strength there a mm, little bit. You know, yeah. she, she always nudged me in the right direction, That's which amazing. is, you know, my wife was a, another gift from God. Yeah. Um, those two things probably, I would say, uh, anchor me. In Proverbs, it says, <clears throat> the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And to me, there's many ways of thinking about that. And to me, I think the first thing it goes back to, it's like a child fearing their father. Mm-hmm. Usually that's like has a negative connotation where it's like he's afraid of his dad. Every time his dad walks in the room, he's no, afraid. Yeah, okay. But to me, that fear is actually that reverence. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah, it's not It's not fear as in I'm scared. It's yeah. fear as in like you're honoring. You're, yeah. you, 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 you acknowledge the strength and power, right? Exactly. And <clears> so <throat> this reverence comes from knowing that power and what that power can do. Yeah. That power can make you or break you. And that power, like a, like a dad in your house, that power makes you totally surrender mm-hmm. to that individual. Yep. Because you know that you can't do nothing. Absolutely. If that person wanted to have his will with you. If you're a four-year-old ch- child and your dad says, I'm about to break you in half, what are you going to do at four years Nothing. old? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. That... Reverence of God, that fear of God shapes everything that you do. Because yep. like you said, it's always in the back of your mind. He gave this to me. He can take this away from me. Absolutely. And so to me, I think that's the part <clears throat> of of the superpower that we don't talk enough about. Obviously, you know, our platforms are, you know, we're not preachers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But to me, these are things when you meet guys like Jose and all these great men that I've gotten to meet, they have this fear of God yeah. that grounds them, which is why they're so different than the other 
seven, eight-figure guys, from the other, you know, superstar celebrities, because this groundedness keeps you great. And my desire with the standard, I said, bro, cool clothes, amazing experiences, great community, but is that connection to God that's going to ground that's every single man yeah. in everything that he does so that in reality, when the Zuniga name is known and they talk about the, 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 the patriarch respectfully, not the stupid liberal feminist word of patriarch, the real <laughs> patriarch of the family, when they talk about Jose, Jose didn't leave them a billion dollars, but but he did. Hey, hey. Jose didn't Jose <laughs> Jose didn't leave them, you know, a fleet of cars, which he did. They're not gonna say Jose le left them, you know, a, a, a resort in the Maldives, which he will. They're not gonna talk about the billions that you left. They're not gonna talk about the cars that you left. They're not gonna talk about the homes that you left. They're gonna talk about the the God that you left in their hearts. Yeah. That guides the Zuniga's from generation to Hopefully, generation. Man. Hopefully, man. And bro, I'm inspired hey, to be in, you, in a moment of history where I can meet a guy like you, man. Because I really believe you're changing the world. We're gonna see each other in 30 years, man. This guy yeah. has plans yeah. out 30 years. After I asked him that, he gave me a good yeah. response. 30 years from now, yeah. we're gonna see My each brother. other. Killing it. My brother, man. Hey, man. I it's always been a pleasure, man. man. And by the way, every time we do these, we really have like a two-hour conversation before <laughs> the fact. Yeah, yeah. And then we do the real exactly, podcast. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. I could talk for hours with this guy. Man, but. Jose, for the for the people <clears throat> that's their first time, where can they find you? Uh, obviously, Teaching Men's Fashion on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I'm always on there. Yes. Man. Guys, man, you know how we get down here. Reach out to my brother, Jose. Let him know what about this podcast stood out to you guys. All positive love and vibes. And do not forget... We are launching our official collection of the standard today. Link in the description below. Go to theaffluentstandard.com. Get your standard piece. Be a part of this amazing community. Link up with amazing like-minded men like Jose. And let's go on a journey for greatness because you can have all the money in the world. You can have all the women in the world. But if you don't have character, if you're not leaving your family a legacy... No. And changing your family's pedigree, man, it's all worth for nothing. My hey, name man. is Hafiz. I'm joined by... Yo, my name is Jose. Yo, pick up that stamp. Can I give him a little... Let it bro, go. Bro, let it go, man. Piece, Woo! Look at that. Bro. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. standard, bro. Lord Jesus. Hey. Hey, I appreciate you guys, man. man. It's I always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. We're the roommates, guys. Hey. Have See a great day. See you guys next time.